0: Welcome to the Fast Forward Business Podcast. Today is the 11th of October 2021 and I'm going back to my roots. Today I'm talking about the subject of valuation. So the title that I'm giving to today's podcast is Second Guessing the Value of Valuation. I find the languages, practices and traditions of communities a fascinating subject. I'm not an anthropologist in the strictest sense of the definition. I don't earn a living studying human behavior. However, I'm a member of several different communities and I like to watch the human behavior in these communities. Tongue in cheek, I call myself a valueologist. I'm part of a community that analyzes business performance and calculates the value of businesses. I also invest in companies with the intent of earning returns that are more than the market average. Now I must admit that's hard to do, but that doesn't mean I don't try. The investment community uses several tools to calculate the value of a business. The calculated value is compared to the market price to determine if the company represents an investment opportunity. Many assumptions about the future of a business form the inputs of the valuation tools. A discounted cash flow valuation, often known as a DCF, is a popular tool used by the investment community to value a company. The DCF has a standard set of principles that guide its use. Let's call these the language practices and traditions of the investment community. If everyone is speaking the same language and following the same practices, then the outcomes from a DCF should fit into a normal distribution. The variance in the distribution should be explained by the different assumptions and biases of the community members who are using a DCF tool. The average of all the valuation calculations from everyone's DCF should be the consensus value. The obvious problem is that we can't collect the data from all the DCF spreadsheets on different investors' computers. The next best option is to look at the market price. In theory, the market price should reflect the outcomes of all the investors' DCF calculations, since they use those as a proxy to determine the value and thus buy and sell at whatever value they determine. There are a few problems. Not everyone is buying shares with the intent to earn long-term returns. Traders are looking to make short-term profits, and they buy and sell without concern for the needs of a DCF valuation. Some entities will buy and sell shares at any price to hedge their derivative products. There are also liquidity issues, where a share doesn't trade for extended periods, so the market value can become distorted. All of these so-called problems create opportunities to exploit the differences between the value and the price it is somewhat like a poker game every player has their hand of cards which they hold close to their chest the problem is that you can't see the player across the table you can't read their body language to figure out what they're up to in the market you must read the signals based on the trading volumes and the price and whatever the chart tells you you might also know the game that they play based on who they are. Pension funds, banks, asset managers generally have a style of play. There are so many signals to interpret. It's not surprising we find ourselves second guessing our efforts and questioning the tools that we use. What use is the DCF valuation tool? There are so many different assumptions about the future that affect the DCF valuation. There are several different investing styles, and we are all biased in some way, and our incentives are not aligned. It appears to me that the moment you are sure about anything in this game is the moment you've been outplayed. Second-guessing is the name of the game. It's an interesting dilemma. We use these tools and we expect the output of the tools to inform the market, But yet there are so many different dynamics at play behind valuation that it almost makes the tools redundant. And yet we continue to teach them and we still try and play the game and use the tools and second guess ourselves. I find it fascinating to watch. And yet I keep watching and I keep playing and I keep teaching the subject of value. And I still claim to be a professional when it comes to valuation but I'm a professional with a great deal of self-doubt. Thank you for listening. We'll see you on the Far Post.